coming to you from a cozy little condo high atop old Fort Ward, Atlanta. Welcome, Welcome to The Ron Show on America One Radio. Here's your host, Ron Roberts. All decked in red and black and ready to watch the defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs claim that title once again as they take on the TCU Horned Frogs later tonight. Kickoff around 7.30. I will, by the way, be watching at Wolf's Sports Bar. Uh, if you don't have a place to go to, that's a, just good a one as any. Pretty festive. Um, all right, so let's dive right on into what's going on since we were last on the air. We do now have a house speaker, Kevin McCarthy, who may not be house speaker for very long. Uh, not sure what sort of political capital he coughed up to the Freedom Caucus members, the, the 20 who held out, and I think they were down to six, and we had some that voted present instead of no or for anybody just to bring that number down even further and got that 216 to 212 vote he needed to become Speaker of the House. The more concerning parts are, one, again, what did he cough up? What did he promise? What did he offer to the crazies that got them on board? But also this, and this, I think, brings it to Georgia. How did he have Marjorie Taylor Greene in his camp the entire time? What has she been promised that could bear future migraines for anybody sane? Sane Republicans, sane independents, sane liberals, sane progressives. What has she been promised that kept her in the fold the entire time? I ask this because... Like it or not, y'all, Marjorie Taylor Greene moved her or pushed her weight around a little bit last week. I mean, she was a solid Kevin McCarthy from the jump. Literally, you see photos of her holding up her cell phone with DT, that's Donald Trump, on the line, working as Donald's go-between to get folks on the phone with him. Ugh would never want anyway whatever on the phone with him so that he can bend their ear i need you to find 12,000 more votes kevin mccarthy didn't need that many anyway y'all like it or not marjorie taylor green has influence on the inner workings of the house of representatives now I mean, she could barely bother to show up to learn the job, let alone participate in it the first two years. She spent more time trolling through mail flaps and stalking mass shooting victims on sidewalks with social media cameras following close behind her first two years. And now she wants to participate in the legislature. She even <laughs> she even uh, produced a video on Twitter today featuring music from Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. I have to imagine a cease and desist, if not already out and in her office's hands, has to be forthcoming because I doubt Dre and Snoop signed off on her using their music. Anyway, she's walking the halls all proud and strutting and in charge and Wearing her thigh-high 
cowboy boots with her dress. Never understood that fashion tactic, honestly. But then again, I'm not a woman. I did think this over the weekend, by the way. I was talking to uh, an older friend of mine who was talking about the shopping she did for some new clothes. And I literally was like, man, I'm so glad I'm not a woman. So glad I'm not a woman. The things that women wear and the things that fashion puts out for them to buy is frankly unflattering in so many ways, unless you have like the perfect physique. And who does? Nobody does. I don't. But for men, it's, it's much easier. Jeans or slacks, belt, shoes, button down. Hopefully it's fitting. And yet guys still mess it up, right? We still mess it up. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, her, her social media video today, boy, she is strutting proud and she's ready to get started. She is itching to start being a congressperson. Because, again, the first two years, she literally wasn't. She was uh, taking off committees. She wasn't allowed any committee roles because of her awful behavior. Never mind the fact that, I mean, do we not think she had some role in January 6th? She was literally giving tours of the building the day before, but that's just coincidental, I guess. I digress. No, we we awaken to the day where Marjorie Taylor Greene... <laughs> who is as pedestrian a a thinker as there is represents a district that chose not to offer up anybody better from the right. Any Republican could win that district were Marjorie Taylor Greene, not the representative. But for some reason, years ago, she decided that's where she needed to move. She needed to get out of Metro Atlanta. She didn't stand a snowball's chance in hell in a tightly contested district trying to win over hearts and minds with cogent, coherent messaging and policy. She had to go somewhere where she knew the votes were already there and that toxic MAGA pro-Trump behavior would rally the base where she would win a seat and be ever the more safe. And yes, she did win re-election and the gap was closed a little bit, but a lot of money went against her in a district that Democrats knew all along. They didn't stand a snowball's chance in hell. Their only hope was to run a moderate and people would be so ashamed of her and her behavior that enough people just wouldn't show up. Well, we found out not enough people were ashamed to not show up and vote for her. And, and again, I, I have, uh, my, my, my former in-law family lives in that district in Polk County. I've attended church, their church for nearly 10 years. If there were two people in that entire congregation who voted against Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked by that high number. And yet I know that that district is full of good people. They are good, smart, hardworking, conservative-minded, moralistic people. All throughout the 14th district. But we have Marjorie Taylor Greene. And for anybody who thinks that 
the Trump era is over. You only need to look at her and the influence that she's going to have, at least in the House of Representatives, for the next two years. Now, keep in mind, even the GOP isn't all that certain Marjorie Taylor Greene is that influential, at least not on the campaign trail. Remember, she famously complained that the Herschel Walker campaign didn't call on her outside of her district. The frank rudeness of the campaign consultants and Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, where they thought, you know, we're going to keep Marjorie Taylor Greene away from Herschel Walker, and and we don't need her voice at his campaign rallies and events um, where we're campaigning all of this all over the state. I think is a really major mistake and an insult to me. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene believes that Marjorie Taylor Greene is a brand, and the GOP apparently believes she's right, but a brand that they don't care to stock on their shelves. Who knows her better than the GOP, right? Well, maybe her soon-to-be ex-husband, but soon-to-be her ex-husband. Let me also remind you that the January 6th committee determined that Marjorie Taylor Greene had contacted the Trump White House Counsel's Office asking for a pardon. Well, y'all, she is about to be, for the next two years, or however long Kevin McCarthy is Speaker of the House, I guess I should say, about to be one of the more influential Republicans in the United States of America. In federal office, Marjorie Taylor Green, And we on the left can sit here and say, well, let's let that happen. It's bad for the brand. So was Trump. And yet they still won back the House of Representatives. And yes, gerrymandering is a devil. And yes, we still have work to do to win over districts that are just unwinnable, despite the fact that, like Marjorie's 14th district, there are good moralistic people there voting in droves. So how do we fix that? And how fast can we fix that? Because we have to, and fast. I don't mean to sound alarmist or hyperbolic. I just feel like anytime we have managed to survive the four-year presidency of a Donald Trump, but we also now have to face at least the two-year ascendancy of Marjorie Taylor Greene in the House of Representatives, our republic is in peril. More Ron Show on America One Radio next. I'm hoping you've heard me say this before. I am actually also a realtor with EXP Realty. And you can learn more about me and my business at rononthereal.com. Or you can call me if you have questions about buying or selling your house. Just want to find out what your home's worth. 843-283-0078. Actually, you can get the home valuation done at rononthereal.com as well and see the latest listings about to list a nice home down in mcdonough in a 55 plus retirement community can't wait to tell you a little bit more about that but what i do want to tell you about is this have you noticed by the way everybody's been grousing about interest rates rising they've actually been going down mortgage rates anyway for the last few months hmm interesting Okay, so it's not like historic lows like it was in 2020 and 2021, but still, we are seeing a little bit of a backtrack in mortgage rates. 
And by the way, lenders are offering buy-down programs that can get that mortgage rate down by one, two, often three percentage points so that you are buying back at the rates folks were buying at in 2021. I'd love to introduce you to some of those lenders. A lot of them, good friends of mine, I can set you up. And then we can start looking for your new place. Give me a call at 843-283-0078 or hit me up, ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720. And if you're looking to sell your home, well, I just told you, interest rates are actually kind of crawling back a little bit. So there's a lot more interest in the housing market again. I get it. It's the holidays. You want folks not traping through your house and gawking at your Christmas presents. And that goofy uncle of yours is visiting from Vermont through the holidays to get away from the snow. That's fine. Don't have to list it right now, but it is time to start talking about listing your home if you're looking to do so in January or February, right before the spring market heats up. Give me a call, 843-283-0078, ron at rononthereal.com.